0: I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, a virtual studio and community that exists to merge astrology, mindfulness, and meditation. My intention is to support your spiritual well-being to allow yourself to come back into harmony. I'm an astrologer and mindfulness meditation teacher, and I created this podcast for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention through astrology. I want to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so that you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life that you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to Be Mindful Podcast. Hello, hello. Um, hi, if you're returning, hi, if you, this is the first episode you're listening to. So today I'm going to be talking about eighth house transits as well as my young entrepreneurship journey and how these two things are linked. So, um, eighth house transit. So I'm going to break it down. So, I'm going to be talking about eighth house transits based off of my chart, looking at like the whole science. So on my chart, like if you just have the default settings on like astro.com a lot of Aquarius is in my like seventh house because I'm like a 26 degree ascendant. So the descendant starts at the 26 degree in Capricorn making like a lot of um, Aquarius in the seventh house as well and then the eighth house starts like mid-Aquarius but um, Talking about this it just makes way more sense with the transits talking about the whole sign chart. So The eighth house If you want to pull up your chart and see where your eighth house is There's all the different triangles, right? It's easier to see On a whole sign chart probably gonna start reading whole sign honestly, in the new year when oh readings open, but um you just count like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's a little like eight in the center. Like there's an X that's like you. And then the eight is the eighth house. and It's the Scorpio ruled house. It's a very like mysterious house. It's a mystical house. It's a water ruled house. So the way that my chart is set up, hopefully you can follow what I'm about to say here because it can get confusing with the elements, Because I'm a Cancer rising, my house starts in water. Like my house systems, it starts in in water. So it's like the first house is naturally ruled by Aries. So my fire houses are all ruled by water. Then my second house starts Leo, which means all of my earth houses are ruled by fire. My third house is Virgo, which means that all my air houses are ruled by earth. And my fourth house is Libra, which means all of my Water houses are ruled by air. Okay, did you follow that? So if you are an Aries rising, your chart is so freaking cool because it's like it goes Aries, then Taurus, then Gemini, then Cancer, and it goes around the wheel in the like the quote unquote right order of all the 12 zodiac signs, right? If you are a Leo rising or a Sagittarius rising, the elements will quote unquote be in alignment. So could you start off with Leo? So it's like fire and fire, right? Hopefully that makes sense. And earth, it would be Virgo second house. And then it would be like, but that's earth and earth. So when you're a water rising an air rising or an earth rising, it's kind of like, it's like just, it's different flavors. So we're going to call it different flavors to the charts. (laughs) So I've always described it as if we're going to talk about young entrepreneurship here that, um, all of my earth houses, which are our workhouses to six, ten, it's how we want to make money, how we want to be of service and how the public image, like what our public image is, how the public world sees us in terms of like career achievements and things like that, what we want to be successful in. So mine are all fire. We got Leo, Sag and Aries. So I'm very passionate about career and working for yourself and like, very passionate being of service and like Sagittarius 6th house teacher. Leo is the second house. It has to be like multiple revenue streams. Aries Aerie Mid- mid-heaven. I have to be in some way self-employed and I just have to be leading projects because it's just it's just who I am with with this energy, right? So I've always said the one thing I'm truly passionate about is my work. Always. Super career-driven from a young freaking age way more career driven than like oh I need a boyfriend or oh I want to like anything like that I was always way more focused on like career or like my studies at school so I never knew why and I look at my chart and I'm like okay it makes sense because I don't have a lot of fire placements except within the career houses there's like no fire when it comes to like um friendships or um like communication, home life, like it, there's different energies for those things. But career, there is that fire. And you have to be really careful with fire energy. If you have a lot of fire in your chart, you know this. You have to be careful with burnout, okay? It's just because you're so passionate, you're working, you're working, you're working. The flame is going to die down at some point if you're not properly taking care of yourself, right? So... I'm going to talk about the eighth house though. I went off on a little tangent there, but it'll connect. I always make it connect. So I have um, the planet of Uranus and Jupiter, both in Aquarius and my eighth house. Now, right now Saturn and Jupiter are transiting through Aquarius. Jupiter is just for 2021. Uh, Saturn will be for the next few years. I think till like 2023, it's going to stay here. Now this year I had my Jupiter return. So like when you are 12, 24, like every 12 years you have a Jupiter return. Um, It's supposed to be like a lucky time and things like that. Um, I'm trying to think of something like how you, what you think is lucky. It's going to like vary upon people, but it's like a lucky time. Like there's lots of opportunities for you. Now, Saturn is just is right now as I'm recording this. It's literally conjunct my Uranus at eight degrees, so fun. And it's actually directly trining Saturn eight degrees is directly trining my Sun because I have Uranus and Aquarius directly trining my Sun. So it's like, yeah, it's it's a lot of energy. But the reason I want to talk about eighth house transits is because, um, this is probably one of the most vulnerable podcasts I'm going to ever freaking do and I don't exactly know what I'm gonna say but as a Gemini I have a lot of four planets in air as I'm looking here they're like all kind of trining um <laughs> I don't go like deep on the podcast because I don't I, I would rather go like deeper into things in like a small group that I'm teaching a, an astrology class to or in a one-to-one reading or something like that. Not necessarily, I don't know exactly who listens to the podcast. And when you look at the like analytics of it, there's like small percentages of people who somehow found this podcast in like Europe. And I'm like, do they listen to the full episodes or do they just listen to like one? Did they randomly find it? Like I have all these questions. So, but I feel like I'm doing this new thing where it's like, At the core, we're all human beings, we are all love, and we should all have compassion for each other. This is my Pisces energy coming out, but it's like the truth. And the world is lacking so much compassion right now, it's freaking ridiculous. And But at the core, like that's all humans are, like think of your heart, the love that comes from your heart, right? And it's like, I totally forgot where I was going with that. I do that so much on here on this podcast. But we I, I okay, it came back to me. but we all at the at our at our core at our heart are like love. and we honestly, because we're all human beings, no matter anything about us, like physical features, belief systems, we're all humans. Our bodies for the most part have like you know, an organ system. I think we all for the most part, depending on, you know, it, it, it's gonna vary upon person to person, but it's like I think we all have like, organ systems, they're all going to function differently because we're all different levels of like health and what, how we treat our bodies or, if, you know, we have an illness or something. For the most part, we have like skin covering our bones and we have like a muscle layer and a lymphatic system and like fascia and, but and we're all like unique, but at the core, like we're all humans, we're, we're breathing, right? Like hopefully we're all able to breathe on our own, right? But then there's those circumstances, but at the end of the day, we're all humans, and we all go through like similar things. Like someone you don't even know is going through the same thing you're going through right now. Um, you just don't know them, right? Because there's like billions of us on this planet. And so I'm I'm doing this thing now on on the podcast where I'm I did it with the transit episodes. You can go back and listen to those. But I'm trying to share what I'm going through right now in here because it's like just for someone else to listen to this if they stumble across it. And then they're like, oh my gosh, someone else is going through this too. I thank God I'm not like alone. And with the way the world is right now, there's – like I'm recording this in advance. This is going out in November. It's August 31st today. And like um, I can just – like the division, I'm like drawing a line on a piece of paper. There's like so much – Division and separation happening and it's like no this is the opposite direction, especially with saturn and aquarius like come on guys like humans come on humans like what the heck are we doing you can't It's just like no, so i've decided to talk about today the eighth house transits and my young entrepreneurship journey because someone else may be going through this as well and it just I wanted to share it so Eighth house transits are like (laughs) – I have two planets in the eighth house and then there's two planets transiting my eighth house right now. So there's a lot of this like introspection, introversion energy. I want to be by myself. I don't want to be bothered. And the reason is – I mean I'm I'm naturally introverted. However, it's like I can feel there's energy in me that needs to be like – dealt with if that makes sense like i need to study myself and figure myself out and figure out what i want and just and just you can't do that when other people are bothering you especially like energetically so this whole year i've been going like very deep into my mystical studies into astrology astrology the way i learned it from Deborah Silverman, who's a psychotherapist. There's a psychology element to astrology 100%. And there are quotes from Carl Jung where he would apparently look at his uh, patients' astrology charts to get that little bit of insight to see, you know, just a little bit about them before they started like talking to him about stuff, right? Now, it's interesting the way I use astrology. It's sort of like to discover my own behavior and patterns right because you don't want to get caught in like a loop and the people around me with their permission I've pulled their charts I've read their charts to them most likely I've told them things and um but I like to study my friends and family's charts when I'm learning astrology because I can only study mine so much um and I need to look at like other other things but then as I'm studying the chart I like discover patterns and loops within them, and then I'm like, do I tell them? Do I not? And it's like, don't tell them unless they ask. Like, just don't. But it's just, it's it's cool for me to like know. But it's, it's like scary accurate sometimes. But I've always wondered why I'm very into like discovering what makes humans do what they do. And I'm like, I got two freaking things in the eighth house of your Uranus and Jupiter. Jupiter is actually like, I. I'm lucky in this house. Like these things, actually, ex- like I like doing this. It, it brings me like a there's a fas- a fascination element to it, right? And like it's true. Like I do find it fascinating. It it's like because it's like a learning experience. Like the Aquarian energy, it's like learning something different that I can't I can't do things um the way everyone else does them. I have to be different always have to be different if you try to um put a label on me or push me into a box I will fight you because I will not be put in a box and I will not be labeled as anything and it's like don't tell me what to do this is the name of my book there's an episode about my book I have a book and it's but it's that Aquarian energy and it's like don't don't do it. Do not try to get me to conform to any kind of anything. Just like, just don't, right? And, but even through, you could say, if anyone who has Jupiter and Aquarius, which I mean, if you are born, the year I was born 1997, you most likely have Jupiter and Aquarius. There's probably something you do that's maybe quirky or weird, um, metaphysical, something studying science, maybe it's astrology, anything kind of woo, Even are science based, and it's like, but we're meant to be a little weird. Like we expand through the weirdness. Let us be weird. Let us do things differently. If you can't understand the weirdness and the forward thinkingness of what we're doing, too bad for you. Like (laughs) just (laughs) too bad for you. So, um, I'm gonna talk about how um. The forward thinking, um, even stuff with like technology and stuff like that has come up through my young entrepreneurship journey. So when I was uh, 20 years old, well, even the year before that, honestly, I think I was 19. And there's this program um, in the province of Ontario and they have it with each like municipality. And you can apply when you're still in school and you submit a business plan. and They give you training and a grant and um eighth house also is called other people's money and i've gotten two grants and i've always would win like awards at like when I was at university for a little bit, I would get awards. And it's like, it's 8,000, it's like other, it's like not your money. You somehow do all things that aren't your money. It, it's it's really interesting to go deep into. I'm like, is that why I always would like apply for grants and like get them? I don't know. But the two that were available available to me, you bet your your ass I applied for them and I, I did what I had to do. And then I got the money to grow my business, right? Like, why wouldn't you want to go get a grant? And, and there's training too. The training is like, invalid like it's invaluable anyway did I say that right invaluable it's like priceless the training is priceless the connections you make with the other people who are going through the program with you anyway but I had this idea I'm like I really want to explore entrepreneurship because I took a few classes in university I was like I want to try it out I'm like I want to see if I like it I just want to try it out because I was so curious I'm like I had to try I got to try it and if I don't like it I don't have to do it the grant program. And if I love it, then I can continue doing it. Let's see what happens. Go. And I started a social media agency at 20 years old. I had no fucking idea how to run an agency. <laughs> um, n- no idea. No freaking idea. I just knew that it was me. I needed clients and I was going to manage their social media accounts. There was only one other agency specifically doing this in the city that I live in. And she had been doing it for a really long time. She had a team. Because, you know, when you do the business plan, you got to put down competitors and stuff like that. So I had to do my research. There's only one. And I was like, cool. I'm like near the beginning of this, right? No one else was doing it. People would ask me like, oh, Lisa, what do you do? I do this. What? What do you mean? What is that? That doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? As I'm recording this over three years later, Like there's so many people that do this now, but when I was doing it, it was like weird. It's not that weird if you can build a business and a living and make money from it. It's not, but um, people thought it was weird and now it's like, yeah, I know what that is and it's like I was already sort of doing it and I would never understand how I would like kind of do things ahead of the curve even when when I was uh, in, oh God, what year was it? I don't know. 2017? I started blog in 2015, then 2017, I changed into an ethical fashion blog because I worked for like a company as an intern, they did all their production in Toronto with sustainable fabrics and I was like, why did you choose to do production here, like is that common for brands, like I, it was, I didn't really know, was it in 2016, 2017? And they explained it to me and I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? And I'd like discovered the unethical labor practices and I was just like, no, this is wrong. And so I like boycotted shopping at malls and stuff and I like strictly went ethical fashion. I changed my block. I was like, I cannot promote any brand that isn't ethical or sustainable, right? Because it's like the morality of it. Like it's a cute top but really – wasn't made properly, ethically. Like whose life is at risk in another country because you wanted a cute freaking top? Like, un- ridiculous, right? So, and it's had a humanitarian, aquarium theme. So I started an ethical fashion blog, and I still have an ethical brands directory on my website. I can link it in the show notes if you want to go look. It's so many Canadian brands on there, and I and I know a lot of the, the business um like the owners of these ethical fashion businesses because like i interviewed them and i have like interviews still up on my blog that are like anyway but yeah and i was doing that in 2017 and there were a lot of other people doing it too but not necessarily where i live or like local to me and now it's like so popular and everyone knows like ethical and sustainable and i'm like again it's like i discover it just a few years before it becomes popular (laughs) and i'm just like okay um it's like in the marketing cycle, I'm like an early adapter. You know, I'm not I, – I I'm that person that will like take a risk on it and be different and be that early ad- adapter and seem kind of weird because I know it's like – It just feel. I feel like that it's the right thing to kind of do. But anyway, I was talking about the social media agency and I went through um, this like point – When, you know, I did the second grant program and you had to do like a five-year vision. And I was like, is it just going to be me? Do I want to build a team? And I was so conflicted on what the heck I was going to do. And like, honestly, I didn't know if I wanted a team. But then I was like, it, it was just, it all felt very confusing. And I couldn't really like, it was like, where do you, someone asked me. I was, I did like a free brand a free branding consultation, and um, that she asked me. She's like, "Where do you see your business in five years?" And I said, "I don't want to be doing this in five years. I'm gonna do something different." But that's just what I'm doing right now. And her honest opinion was like, "Don't invest in a new branding." Then she's like, "You're doing this this like free thing with me." She's like, "Don't invest in a new." logo unless you really want to. She's like, but if you're not gonna like use this branding for years to come and really build brand awareness around it, like don't don't do it, right? And she like I was like, yeah, like I, I shouldn't be doing that. And um it was just really hard for me to envision what I wanted my life to look like because business when you're not, when you're self-employed, it's very intertwined, right? Now, all this time I'm doing all this stuff, I was living at home because I was like 20. I moved back from, from school because I was in Toronto for school and I was able to, I was okay with the fluctuating income that entrepreneurship comes with. Like it's different number every month, whether it goes higher or lower or it steadily increases, it's always a different number, right? Um, I was okay with that because I was living at home. So it's not like I had major things that like needed my attention every month, right? So it was great of my mother to like support me so that I could just like continue to build my business, right? She could see that like ways of doing this thing. She likes doing it. But then there was a point where I like didn't like doing it. And I came up with this idea because I did my yoga teacher training and I wasn't teaching any yoga classes because, like, the pandemic hit, like, four months after I got my certification, maybe four or five months after. Didn't really give me much time, but the yoga teacher training kind of cracks you open because it's, like, the first personal development thing I, like, really dove into. And it cracks you open to do, like, so much more. So in 2020, I did 10 more certifications because – I wanted to go deeper, you know, and this is the influence of the Aquarian, the eighth house stuff that was like percolating and coming up for me. And um, I now have so many certifications to do my woo woo. and And for me, I love learning. I have four planets in air, Gemini, Sun, like I love learning. And because, like, I'm a teacher, so I need to learn. Like, I always need to be learning. That's how I think you stay a good teacher is by always having that open mind and being open to learning new things. And I, I did all these certifications, and I was like, I want to create a membership program under the name Hamilton Healing Haven because I love alliteration, HHH. And I want to create a membership program called Hamilton Healing Haven so people can learn about all the stuff that I was, like, learning about because I want to teach it. And I went like full force with that. I created a bunch of videos, and I was supposed to do it with a friend at the time, but honestly, that didn't work out. And um, I was doing this while still doing like uh, the social media work. But the thing is, is like I discovered that, like you know, my friend, we our common thing is the spirituality we have in common. We both love it. Um, Like I can talk to her very openly about the woo-woo. It's just like, it's nice to have a friend like that. But the thing is, is like, part of me was like, oh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna offer all my astrology readings and mindfulness sessions and everything under Hamilton Healing Haven. And then Be Mindful Studio can be social media. And then at one point I was like, no, do all of your services under Be Mindful Studio. And then your social media freelance is like just under your name like my name, Lisa. And so the membership with Hamilton healing Haven didn't work out. However, the membership now exists under be mindful studio. And that was a whole thing in itself. But entrepreneurship is all I've ever known. I dropped out of university to go full force with my business because I was like, why the hell am I in school? If, people are already paying me. Like why the hell am I giving money to this institution if people are already giving me money cuz they trust me to work to 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 do the work for them? How the hell does that make sense? It doesn't. So I left school. Again, in terms of like the societal expectations, everything, it's like you're leaving school. Yeah, I'm a I have half of a commerce degree. It's not finished. It's never going to get finished because I don't see the value in it. I know how to do the work. Why the hell do I need the piece of paper, right? And it's not like it's something like medical that I do. Like it's it's marketing and marketing changes all the time. Even if I got a degree now, it wouldn't freaking be relevant in 10 to 20 years because of technological advancements and how marketing changes so fast. Like influencer marketing was just a thing when I was getting into the social media agency. Like it was, I would help people do some influencer marketing with bloggers in Hamilton because I was a blogger in Hamilton and I did do some influencer stuff. Now it's like so crazy how it works compared to three years ago. Rapidly changing. Now I'm going to go back. I'm going to say one more thing about the forward thinking thing or just doing things before they like become like the norm. So when I graduated high school, I didn't like – want to commute to Toronto I didn't want to live there right away Like I wasn't ready so I did a year of online school back in 2015 and everyone was like why are you not in class like just go to the school and I was like no I don't want to I want to be at home and do it online and I did so well in my online classes like I loved it because there was, like, no energy bothering me. Like, I thrived learning online because I'm quite self-directed. But but back then, back then there was no um, no – all of my friends, like, they were in class learning. (laughs) Now, because of, like, COVID and everything. Oh, I hate that I said the C word on here, but, like, whatever. Because of the pandemic and everything. Literally, everybody is learning online. And I'm like, haha, you guys, I was doing this six years ago. It's so much better. Like, I think it is anyway. Some people won't like it, but some people will be thriving in this learning environment. So, yeah, that's just like another example. But there, there's a strong Aquarian theme in my chart, and it like sextiles my Saturn and Aries, which makes me want to be so, um, self-employed, right? But what I'm going to talk about is because these eight house transits having me go so deep into what I want in life and, and things that aren't working. And, um, like the truth, really digging into the feelings and going deep and kind of scaring yourself with what you find out and using that information to transform. And I'm also going through all these crazy transits and it's like, go through these transits, feel uncomfortable, grow. So, I had to move. End of the st- is that simple? I had to move for my own mental well-being. I had to move, and the day I'd made the de- that decision was on April twenty sixth, twenty twenty. So that was the full moon in Scorpio, and I'm Cancer rising. I'm ruled by the moon. Oh my goodness, it affects me a lot. And, um, this, this moon, this full moon, it really, it's, it's Scorpio energy and and I'm having these eighth house transits and I was like, I can't take it anymore. I can't live here. It is not healthy for me. I'm not doing well. Um, I'm moving. I moved in three weeks. Okay. (laughs) Looked at one place, didn't work. Looked at the second place, didn't work. Looked at the third place. I'm living in that third place right now. I did it so fast. I can't even tell you. So, this is what happened. The full moon, I was like, I'm effing leaving. New moon in Taurus a few weeks later. I viewed the place two weeks after that. Or during that week, we viewed, we applied, we got accepted, did the lease, all got the insurance. I got the boxes. I packed the boxes so fast, I moved. I was in my place, sleeping in the bed on May 23rd. I got the keys though on like May 20th, but like I couldn't get my bed into the place until May 23rd. So literally less than a month from like decision to sleeping in, the, in my place. Like guys, I moved so fast on it because I knew the change needed to happen. And it's interesting to look back and see how you can use the moon phases to like Get stuff done, and I had to move the moment I moved. And then, March, not March, oh my goodness, May 26th was the full moon in Sagittarius. So, at one full moon, I was like, Nope, by the next full moon, I was like, Yes, oh my god, I am at peace here, right? Now, this is where I'm gonna go into like being a young entrepreneur, I don't necessarily know anybody who is my age and who's been self-employed only like i've never had a full-time like kind of corporate job um like i just i haven't i went straight into doing my own stuff building the agency and then reframing that to freelance and because i don't know how to build an agency i don't want to build an agency like no thank you and so I've, I've met with a lot of entrepreneurs and I, I have a big network now of people I've connected with in Hamilton is wonderful. And and my job and I loves it. Like I, if you were to ask me like, where do I go to do this? Like I'll tell you where you go. Like I got the information. But um, it's, it was frustrating sometimes because a lot of the entrepreneurs I was connecting with were older than me. I do come across a lot older than I actually am. I do believe I have a very old soul. But a lot of these entrepreneurs, they have more quote like they have more contacts than me. And it's not about like, oh, you need lots of contacts to be successful. Like, no. But they had all most for the most part had worked in like corporate esque jobs, and so they've built network networks. They've connected with people, and then then obviously that can help them build as they build their business, right? I didn't have that. And the thing that not a lot of people freaking talk about is how lonely entrepreneurship is. Like I was 21 and I hired a freaking intern to help me because I just didn't want to work alone anymore. I wanted to work with somebody, you know, and have, and just, it wasn't even that I really needed help. It was like, well, like it was nice. It's nice to someone to like what they're really good at to like help you with something and it kind of lightens your load but like I really just wanted to talk to someone once like a week that like wasn't a client but that was it kind of like a like a comrade like your colleague or something right like it honestly like no one talks about how lonely entrepreneurship is now entrepreneurship is lonely at any age because you're the dude at the top calling the shots and you got to make sure that you're good before like you like you got to do your own personal development work and that like going deep with things because if your business isn't running well it's maybe you're not functioning properly right but no one talks about how lonely entrepreneurship is but then to be a young entrepreneur and be like oh I'm 21 and I'm building a business and I have a blog and I'm building connections and I'm trying to make like a name for myself. And at one point people knew me as like Lisa, Lisa kiss social media. Like though they went hand in hand Well, my friends are like, you know, at university getting degrees, partying, doing this. I'm like, Nope, I'm not doing that. I'm building my business. Nobody else was doing that though. Right. And I didn't even have that same thing. Like this was like my first air quote, like job thing. So I'm the only one working for myself, so my only really connections are clients or c- people I meet in the community. There's no, like, the colleagues from past jobs and things like that, right? So that's something that no one really, like, talks about. And, like, me being someone who have, I have a lot of water influence in my chart, I'm talking about the 8th house transits. I cry all the time, sometimes for no reason. Like sometimes I'm walking down the street and I feel like crying because I've picked up someone's energy. Like it's absolutely insane. If you're a water sign, you know what I mean? And like, it, it can be like a lot and it's not normal. Like it's not like a, a thing that's talked about and it's not, it's not normalized. Like people, especially with social media, just effing show the highlight reels and the successes and the high points and it's like that's fake it's not all like that like people don't show and i'm guilty of that like i didn't show any of this what i'm talking to you about right now and if you go look at my instagram feed now at be mindful studio it's just photos from the photo she that a photo she said like, gets on one to three times a year and graphics i make to share astro info right It's not real life and the effects of social media are like ridiculous on mental health and honestly, that's one of the reasons why I like could not continue to run an agency or do freelance because I'm like, I hate how much I'm on my phone. Like this is not good, right? And I didn't even have any personal time on my phone. It was like all work time, right? And it's just like, it's not healthy, but no one really talks about like the loneliness of entrepreneurship that I've come across. Like it's just, it's not talked about or like the struggles of it. And you, I've always, I'm just a very secretive person. Honestly, I don't tell people things because I don't necessarily think it's their business. And I don't want to say I'm a secretive person. I'm a private person. Like I'm not going to share things with you unless I absolutely know I can trust you. So like basically just family and best friends that know this stuff, like know certain things, but um, it's really, it was just, it's, it's really hard being an entrepreneur in general, but I'm very passionate about working for yourself and I'm very passionate about creating your own revenue streams and I'm very passionate about doing something that you love. So I like went with it, right? It like made it worth it in a way, but then when it became, okay, I don't actually love what I'm doing. There's no passion to this. I'm passionate about being self-employed, but I'm not passionate about this agency That's when I was like, oh my goodness. And I made my like shift into astrology and everything that I do now. But then when I moved, I'm circling back to when I moved, I'd always been this like um, self-employed young entrepreneur at home, which allowed me to save a lot of what I made, which is great. I invested it into my business, my education, or into savings. And like, but when you get your own place, I had to. It, it was kind of like mental well being is greater than anything right now, no matter the cost. That's what happened. And, but then I was like, oh my God, I left a stressful situation. And then I entered into new stress, a new stressful situation. I was like, I cannot be doing freelance and have <laughs> my 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 expenses and bills. Now, one thing that my teacher Natalia Benson has told me, and I love this reframe, is you have to bless your bills when they come in. Now, I might sound crazy, but seriously, every month when you have to, when I have to pay rent or I get my hydro bill or I have to pay my my internet, you know, I'm so thankful I have that bill. And I'm so thankful that I pay rent because it means that I have a safe space for myself, you know, and it means I can like record this podcast and like go on my phone and use social media and do work, right? Because people have this like negative mindset sometimes around bills, like a bill, an expense. No, I'm very grateful that I have to pay rent because it means that I – I have a safe space to go to. I live, it's my space. No one's bothering it. I, you know, there's that water energy that I have, but it's like, I'm very grateful because it means my mental well being is like, it's safer here. Honestly, Cancer Rising, seeking that security and that safety. And it's like, I didn't feel safe. Now I feel safe, right? And it's not even like I don't feel safe, like someone's going to harm me, but like it's just you energetically, you don't feel safe, right? But having that consistent expense and, you know, bills, again, grateful for that because I can live on my own and have this newfound independence. But freelance, what did I say before? When you're self-employed, you have a different amount of money every month. Yeah, it's a new stressor. It's not fun. Even with savings, you're like, no. No, no, I, I couldn't. I was like, and this was all happening with the Leo new moons or the two Aquarius full moons and the Leo new moons this year. This is going out in November, but this was happening in the summer. And I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And the moon. The moons are hitting my like money house, like the my money and then the other people's money. Like that's the access on the chart, the second and eighth house. That's what it's hitting these moons for me. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, so I was doing this like deeper money work because money work is really subconscious. It's about your self-worth and what you believe and 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 like allowing yourself to be successful and not be afraid, right? And I'm going deep into this work, you know, because the second eighth house access, with these damn eight house transits. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't, I can't take the stress anymore. Like I'm panicking about, I'm not going to be able to sustain my lifestyle. Like I won't be able to, like I have a one year lease. I might not be able to continue doing that if I need to make a freaking change. So on September, no. I'm saying the wrong month, (laughs) on August 7th, the day before the new moon, I saw this job and I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot. (laughs) I'm going to apply. And then four days later, hi, Lisa, would you like an interview? I'm like, sure. Did that the next day. I had two interviews in one day, did a little quiz assignment that most jobs have you do. And then on the Aquarius full moon, two weeks after the new moon, I was offered a job. I was like, holy shit, that happened fast. I cried also because I was so grateful because I was like, yes, I don't have to freaking hunt down freelance clients anymore. I can just do the work that I know how to do, the marketing communications that my Gemini thrives on, and I can just do it for one person and they can find the clients because I don't want to do that. I'm just going to do the work, you know, and it's a salary. So it's consistent so I can maintain this lifestyle for my mental well-being and safe and energetic safety. And I'm just like, oh my God, sigh of relief. But again, it happened so fast. Literally, applied for the job on the um, the Leo new moon, start the job on the Virgo new moon. And how creepy is it? I didn't plan for this to happen, but like that's how it's happening. So I'm I'm sharing all this information because like sometimes these things aren't talked about or like the truth telling, because in my book that I wrote, I mentioned how, like, I'm never going to work for anybody else. Yeah, you didn't know that, Lisa, when you wrote the book. But there's nothing wrong with it either. It's, it's like, remote job. And it's, it's something that I'm, like, it's, like, me taking my marketing, just to getting a salary for it instead of doing freelance. But I am, like, having a full-time job, I'm obviously still going to be doing my astrology and mindfulness because the world needs this stuff, and I'm still going to build my business. But something I learned – was that because everything's energy, and I believe that people can really feel your your vibes and energy? And I was starting to dislike my astrology mindfulness business because it felt so hard. I was like, why why am I not hitting my numbers, my goals of like people I want in my courses? And then I thought to myself, or the classes I'm teaching and workshops, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, why are you like freaking out about numbers? Is it because you? want to serve that many people or is it because you want to make sure that you can maintain your lifestyle right now you should never say like i need this to happen in the business like no it's not no you need to say i want that right you don't want to sound (laughs) desperate because people will people will pick it up okay they'll feel the vibe okay So something that I've learned and I am a cancer rising. So my business is my baby. I nurture the heck out of it, but I wasn't for a bit because I was stressing out and I'm like, why am I expecting this? Like less than a year old astrology and mindfulness business to support me. It's not even one yet. It's not walking. It's not talking like, no, this is not how I'm supposed to do it. So like, I'm still an entrepreneur. I'm still going to be doing my entrepreneurial things. And I'm going to identify as an entrepreneur, astrologer, teacher, mentor, guide. But I'm going to have this full-time job. Now, I don't know if people automatically just like assumed like, oh, you know, she – this can't be her full-time thing. Like, no, it was. From ages 20 to like 24, near the beginning of 24 – all the revenue that was coming in was self-generated revenue, which I'm really freaking proud of myself for because like, it's it's crazy. I don't like to say numbers, but like I'm really proud of myself for being able to do that because I didn't think no anyone would ever hire me to do freelance social for them when I was 20 and they did. And the, the amount just, it grew. And I'm very proud of myself for being able to do that at a young age, not knowing what the hell I was doing, right? <laughs> um but like yeah i just i couldn't i couldn't do the freelance so the job the job is basically like the support the lifestyle for your mental well-being your energetic safety and my theory cuz i'm recording this way in advance of um when this goes up but my theory honestly is that be mindful studio astrology mindfulness meditation all of it is going to thrive way better way more because i quote unquote don't need it i want it i want it to be of service to you um something that i'm also i've also done is i've closed the reading like readings aren't open right now and this is up because like i had to i had to pick like i'm not going to overload myself um so there's like that as well. But um I w- just I had to come on and do an episode about the young entrepreneurship and like the truth of stuff because um yeah, I've I've just been doing self-generated income for a long basically my whole like quote unquote adult working life, besides like my retail jobs that I had. I did retail job internships, and then it's been self-generate generated revenue since then. I'm actually like so excited to work at for a company so that I can like talk to other people and it's not just me. And, you know, I'm not the the man at the top. You know, I'm not the one that the final decision falls to. There's someone else. That's not me. It's different when it's just me, right? Doing my own thing, but mm. so I'm excited because I remember someone said to me, they also – they did readings of some kind or they did they did something and they said that a lot of their clients came from like people that they worked with at a job. I forget what the job was and then those people's friends and it's like I don't – I've never had that. So I'm doing that at 24. <laughs> um, and then it's just – I also want to say that I don't have a degree. I just have straight up experience, <laughs> 6 years in marketing to get this job and that's something I didn't think would be possible. Was like I thought I would need a degree to get a job and I didn't. And I just want to say that like no matter what choices you're making cuz like the generation that I'm in I'm at like the very beginning of generation Z, which I don't really know how I feel about that because a lot of the generation Z like if you're born like in the 2000s i think you're kind of interesting like the generation is different it's a very tech influenced generation um like i just don't resonate with them but apparently i'm like in their generation i'm like okay but like they're gonna do things differently like i don't think the standard model of like going to school getting the job it's gonna work because the way that i've done it is so differently it was like do online school then Go to school, then start a business and leave school, and then keep running your business. Go on your woo path, still running your business. Okay. Stay on the woo path, but like stop the other business and I will get a full time job. Like it's, it's, it's weird. And we all have our own path, and it's like follow that and don't, don't let anyone tell you what to do. But these eighth house transits are really like forcing me to I had to look because like I'm a very proud person and I was like I want to stay self-employed only I don't want to have to take a job like no my business has to be doing well always no it fucking doesn't because you're a human being and you not, it, nothing is perfect all the time. People would ask me, and I hated when people asked me this question because I'm a very private person. How's business, Lisa? And I'm like, oh my God, it's none of your business. Like, that's how I feel about it. But it's literally just conversation. I just, I you get really deep with things, eighth house. And, and, and I'm like, oh, things are great. And then I would just talk about whatever event I had coming up next, right? honestly i lied to all you people things were not great it was freaking stressful and i had no idea what was going on and i and i and it was just it was hard but i didn't i didn't admit that and i think a lot of people when you ask them how things are going they just say they're going well and they don't actually admit it like admit what's really bothering them right and it's like, why is that not talked about in entrepreneurship, especially when you're young? Because I've never me doing all this stuff. It's, it's like everything, every day of work is a new experience. What's happening? Like, I don't even know how things are, quote unquote, supposed to happen in a proper like workplace or corporate-esque environment. You know, like I, I make up everything as I go, right? And I try new things. Now, something that I have going on in the eighth house, because we have Saturn and Jupiter there. So the Jupiter is almost at its retrograde right now. It's almost at that like 21 degree for, for mine. I already had the return and it passed it because in 2021, we went to Pisces and it's going backwards right now. It goes direct before this episode comes out. And But as I'm recording this, I have Saturn right now at eight degrees right on top of my arena city degrees. And I Googled what that means because Google is great. And it literally says like, I'm going to read what it says here. Oh my goodness. It says a good time to demonstrate your own abilities and your peculiar way of doing things. And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, yes." It says I need to remodel and reform my goals to be able to alleviate restrictions and get a more self-directed orientation. I have to make very fundamental changes that require a lot Of concentration and effort to set a proper course of action this is one of the moments in which you can feel that your life is in your own hands and that it is the result of your own capacity for individual fulfillment individuality is very very important when when we have Aquarius or Uranus happening you can achieve a lot working under difficult tense and risky conditions you can create new habits with which you feel more free internally. If you haven't listened to it, the Uranus Transits episode, I talk about all the things that I do now so that I feel more free internally, (laughs) My, my new habits. But all of this stuff here, remodel, reform my goals. So I've done a lot of like remodeling and reforming my goals. And it's like, Doing that, it's like, I just, I'm very, I, I never thought I would get a full-time job, honestly, but it's like, I, it, it's, it was always supposed to happen. You got to like trust the process of the universe. It was always supposed to happen because I don't know it yet, but this job is going, it, it's going to help me in some way, do something cool. And I just know it will. And cause I was very resistant for a long time to like, having you know full time very resistant but I kind of knew I needed one this whole year but it took me like six months to find the right one and then when I found the right one it happened so fast and then it's like I've always wanted to move for like a while now but when when I was finally ready to three weeks so th- when it, my uh, something you take from this is like when something happens quickly Don't overthink it. Just go with it. It's like supposed to happen 100%. And yeah, just these 8th house transits really make you go like deep into things. And I've like had to uncover like what's going on in my entrepreneurial world why isn't it working what do I need to change what do I have to freaking admit to myself because it's sometimes hard to admit like something isn't working or the way you want it to or, or plan. it's not planned out or it's planned out in a way and like it didn't happen right so So let me know, I get distracted sometimes, let me know if you're going through eight health transits or if you're a Scorpio and like nothing freaking scares you. But um, yeah, what am I at for recording time? Basically, this was me just coming on here to say that like I've had to do some like deep in our work and like make changes because of my eighth house transits and like getting honest about being a young entrepreneur it's it's not like it's not something that I've necessarily talked about like the struggles within running your own business because that social media everything just comes across I don't want to say fake but like it's just not real and Honestly, like, if I didn't do what I did and somehow it ended up with the lunar cycles, I don't know what would have, like, happened, but it's, like, everything happens for a reason and, like, I don't know it yet because I'm recording this way in advance when this comes out, but um, me moving to where I live now, the neighborhood, the building, I, my Cancer Rising feels safe and... Um, It's like I was. I'm. It's like okay, this was meant to be. I like this, and I trusted that process of everything moving quickly. And now it's like okay, you need to trust the process of this job too, this new environment that you're going into, that you're gonna work in. Well, from home, but like, it's it's gonna work. Like it's the right thing. And then also just saying that like I've been doing all the deep work with the tapping, the meditation, the affirmations, the hypnosis. And like the breath work, mirror work, all of these things. And honestly, I when it comes to salary, I've never had one being like the self employed income. And literally, I threw it a number that was in the range that they said. I didn't know, I just said one. And I was very happy that they didn't. Necessary, like because I'm so used to being an entrepreneur in social media and and quoting people and they always like always would say like oh how about this amount they always try to get you to go lower and that is so frustrating too because it's like no this is what it costs end of story and like it would it would always happen and it was so frustrating (laughs) and I always thought oh it's because I'm young they think they can get away with stuff like that or they think I won't know how to like defend my pricing or whatever I don't know but I was so used to I'm always used to people negotiating me down the, what I said that I wanted I was I was offered that and the fact that there was like even no negotiation negotiating me down or the number that they put forward was lower than what I said and I didn't have to be the one to say like okay no I said this I would like that it just happened also effortlessly and I'm very grateful and it's like it, it just – it's like easy. And your brain sometimes when things happen kind of like seamlessly and easy, it's like, wait, nope, it's not allowed. It's like, yes, it is fucking allowed, okay? You've done – we were doing the 8th house deep work and it's allowed, okay? We've uncovered things and it is totally allowed and it is – it's happening. End of story, right? So if you – I just want to say that young entrepreneurship does take a toll on your mental health. Um, and it's stressful. And it's not talked about, I don't think, that often. Um, I don't know, name it. Like, I don't know many young entrepreneurs, really. So, if you were a young entrepreneur, and when I see a young entrepreneur, I've seen things where it's like up to in your 30s. I'm talking about when you're like young, like 18, 19, 20, like under 25. You're a young entrepreneur and reach like reach out, tell me, like, tell me what you're up to in your business. But just know that like what you see online is not the truth because the truth that was happening in my business was never shared online, like with what was going on in my life. So sending you so much love, especially if you're also going through eighth house transits. If you love today's episode, do not forget to share it with a friend or on social media or leave a review or rating below. And make sure to tag us on social media at Be Mindful Studio or Be Mindful Podcast if you share it. Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an episode idea that you would like covered, don't be afraid to message me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you and stay in touch. Thank you so much again for your support and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.